Good evening, good evening, Roll Agenda fans and listeners. It's Keith Lennon coming to you guys again. I know I had like a little controversial um, segment in the last one, but it needed to be said. Some people just don't want to see nobody else do better than them or achieve things they have never achieved themselves. It's crazy. They really keep the bar set so low that make them uh-uh, make them relevant. I say raise that bar. Keep those are irrelevant. Keep them irrelevant. They ain't really do what it takes to be relevant. Besides pulling people down and always have to criticize somebody else's birds. I'm gonna put their two cents in. I'm gonna tell you like this: If you're on the sideline, you're not the judge. Your fucking two cents don't matter. Stop always having something to say about people for negative stuff like that because your birds can't do it. Stop thinking your bird is so good when they can't do shit. Ain't never done nothing, probably will never do anything because of the way you think. Like I said, I always say, if you if you feel I'm talking about you, then I'm talking about you. You guys out there that always want to criticize everybody else, but you ain't never did no better. For real? You always got something to say about somebody, how somebody else judged, but you never really been a judge, a real judge. Nobody want to listen to you because you're always critical. Once you get some notoriety first, once you start flying some good pigeons, get known for flying good pigeons. Make your name because of what you do, not because of what you say. You know what I'm saying? Stop that. Stop all this hating and criticism and stuff like that. If nobody asks your opinion, keep your opinion to yourself. And sometimes it's best if you ain't really got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. You guys are always looking to, to find out and point out what's wrong with someone else's pigeons, but don't want to say what's wrong with your own pigeons. And the cool thing about it, the people who are always talking about people with pigeons, criticizing people with pigeons, they almost got all the problems with their own birds. They almost can't get their own birds right. That's what's crazy. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet everybody who's talking about this, these young guys' birds right now, what they can do better, really can't do big do as good or better right now. They can't do it. That's why you're talking. Because we you know your birds are better than somebody else and they can do it just as good. You ain't got to say nothing. You already know it. Well, I'm going to tell you something about these pigeons, though. They will make a liar at you sooner or later. They will embarrass you. Wherever you think you're at the top of your game, they will embarrass you to get to talking too much trash. I've only seen one person that actually talked trash and backed it up. Only one in the whole bird game that talked trash before he flew. Before, not after. Before. Only one person that talked trash and backed it up. One. Since I'm a raisin. I've seen guys have really good kids. And then they talk trash. They birds do bad on that day. I done seen it happen. I done seen guys have good kids. Don't don't talk about them. Don't don't brag about them. Just say, oh, you know, they come along. Then they fly, they whoop your ass. I seen that happen a lot. Not knowing what's going, not knowing what's what's going to happen is what a good flyer always. You rest on that, like, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I know I did the best I can in prep them, and we'll see what's going to happen. And they need to have good flies.
to all you guys that want to talk about somebody else's slide and, and, and can't do no better at right now. It's always an if. If. But. You know, we all get hit by the Hawks and Falcons. We all. All of us. So that's no longer an excuse. We just got to work, work through it. We know it's a fact. It's a fact. We know that. But it's not an excuse. The bird still should show us something. So what are we doing right now? The season's halfway through. Have you guys made your um went through your birds and did your mid-season observation of your birds to see how, they, how good they're doing so far? You guys seen any periods you knew that was, that's not gonna work out? You broke them up already? You should already have an idea of the bad ones. The bad ones should have already shown themselves. The pairs, or the pairs didn't work out like you expected. Sharps should have already shown themselves. I've already break, broken up. Actually, I broke up two pairs that I should, should, have, should have kept down for another round two because I actually had some really pretty good birds. But the pairs, but the thing is with them birds I have down, I had down was I broke them up because of the original mates that I wanted them with weren't ready. So when they became ready and available, I put them down. I found that the pair of the birds they were on before that were pretty turned out pretty good, which is another plus. So I've, I've I'm gonna make a few changes with some birds. Some birds that came out decent, but not what I expected. They came out decent and what you know in whatever area area was that I'm, that I'm not liking. I have some pairs that came out that exceeded my expectations, which is always a good thing too. Just taking my notes and seeing next year, making a few more changes. I'm going to use a few more birds off, off certain pairs and just some, some others. Um, some birds will not be allowed to breed for me next year, and some will not be allowed to breed for me ever again. Don't get me wrong, some of these birds are actually really good. I just don't think they're going to take me further. So it's for that reason I will be parting ways with them after the season. Some birds have proven their worth. Like I said, exceeding my expectations. So I'm like, whoa. Okay. I can work with this. This can take the place of that. And that's what's, that's what's happening. I, um, do I have do I have a kit that can compete? Yes, I have a kit that can compete. Can I guarantee it to win? There's no guarantees. Like I told you guys, nothing's automatic. There's no guarantees. Uh, do I have a good chance to compete? Yes, most definitely. I know that. Yeah, I have, this it's a good chance they can do very well. Somebody, but half of these birds, it's coming their first hold over time, so we'll see what happens then. It's all about flying right now. It's flying, flying, flying for at least the next two months. Good hard flying too. July, rest this month, uh, next month, and then September. Three months, two and a half, three, two and a half months to get some good fly time in. There's a kit I haven't trained yet that will be. I'm gonna train it. That kit will. That kit will fly through the hawk season. 
Maybe not every day, but they will fly. The first two kits won't fly at all. Second two, last two, they will be getting flown. The last one will be getting flown a lot. I will keep flying birds. Not a whole lot, but I will be flying soon. I have to. Mm. I, I need to keep doing research. Research and development. Research and development. So you guys out there, you guys, hope you guys evaluate your birds, get your mid-season evaluations done. And it's not, for things like, it's like a midterm. You're great and going through seeing what you really, what you got so far, who have shown some promise, and which birds have shown that they shouldn't even be allowed to breed again, or that pair shouldn't be, shouldn't be together. Um, I have a pair that through, I, I rolled down two birds, both red, this year, or two different pairs, but the one of the pairs that threw a roll down, the best bird of my kids is off that pair, that pair, and the other pair, I expected, I expected heat, but not like this, so, I'm gonna get a bird another chance, I got it sitting up, it's been sitting for like about, a little bit over, almost two weeks, and I'm gonna let it out just like it was a squeaker, like it never flew again, I'm gonna retrain it. It might not allow me to. It might take off and start flying. Then we'll see then what it really got. If it come up, come down, then I got two or three more flying. See how they work out. Let's see if there's anything got to do with um, color. Is the color linked to the heat? So this bird was a, a red, a little sand tail. And the other two is flying a dark check self, dark check, blue check, white light sand tail. And... Oh, a mixed wing, so they all dark checkers flying. And one is a nestmate to the bird that rolled. No, I'll take that back. One is a set. Actually, set before the one that rolled down. And the other two are nestmates. So we'll see what happens with those. I try to. My whole purpose of doing this podcast is to open up the eyes and open up the minds of the breeders of today and hopefully get the breeders of before to see new ways of doing things don't get stuck in their ways and be and become obsolete because the it don't matter what people think really about what about your birds really it's about how you feel about them what you know about them there are a lot of guys out there that have flew some good birds in the past and have flown recent years and they're not, they're not holding, holding no consistency in comparison to what they did years before. At least on competition day. I can't say what they see every day. That's why I'll never talk about cause them birds are sorry. My birds are way better. I ain't gonna say that. I'll say my birds are doing good, and it might say it might say that they can compete. But I've seen so far, easy. But I would never say better. I can think. I I do think I breed a higher percentage than most. I really do. Um, I've lost 
birds bred this year, I might have lost 12 total for the whole year. That weren't that weren't they didn't get caught by a hawk or a falcon. Probably 12. If I sit here, I can think about them. Okay, I can see one, two, three, four, five, six, opening oh, 12. It's like eight. The, no, no, it is about 12. At least 10. Let's say 10. Okay, I lost 10. None of them birds pop back up. What's crazy is I know somebody out there got some of some of you probably have them. I don't really trip on birds like that. I trip when people smile in my face like they're my friend. And they catch catch my get my birds and then you know what I'm saying? And these sand dudes be talking about they got the heat and the fire. But they got the fire because they got my birds. You the guys I trip on. But it ain't no big deal. It's a pigeon. Sometimes I just want to know how they doing. So I got the bird. I want to fly. Okay. That means that. Okay. You got the bird. You want to fly. I respect you. But you'd never get a bird from me. If I find out who you are, I'm gonna put you on blast. I'm gonna talk about you. This dude straight, he ain't got no real rules. That's why he got strength. Some else pigeons, his birds is garbage. That's why he needs somebody else's, which is a fact. But anyway, let's get past that. When you do your evaluations, when you do your evaluation, this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to see which birds show promise, which birds are no good, period. Are pretty much no good. Right now, you can evaluate because we already halfway through the season. We got another two and a half months to go. Three tops. It's going to get all bad. So, evaluate your birds right now. Get your mid season evaluation like a midterm. You see where you are right now. See where you stand. That's where you stand up at. And for all you guys that scored, if you scored points in the Royal Rumble, my hat is off to you. My, all, you all you guys who are brave and put your birds up in the air for everybody else. My hat is off to you because everybody won't fly. And, and good luck to the ones that are about to fly. There's a reason why I, I set out. Two reasons. One reason is because I, I wasn't sure about the birds I bred because they went out my main period. There was a lot of crosses with other birds and stuff like that. Birds that were down on my birds, but the person who had them had crosses. So, the other reason was. I kind of want to sit back and see what's really going on with the fly. I just want to sit back and see what's going on and see how it ends up, see what happens. So far, it's satisfactory. So far, I like the way it's going on because the hater part, I already do that. That's, that's, that ain't stopped. Haters been around since the beginning of time and they're going to stay around. But, but check this out though. I like the way people came together. You got it. Might, when I seen you guys out there, remind me of old days when we used to go on bird flies. Only thing about this, you you guys do more talking than we did, bragging about this. I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna call this person out. You guys do more of that than we did. We didn't do that. It was all about the birds. When we flew, I didn't call out Steve Smith. I didn't call out uh, Willie Wright. I mean, I didn't call out Kevin McRae. I didn't call out Ray. We didn't call each other out for what? We just watch birds and flew birds. If somebody has some good birds, a good bird, 
We said, hmm, that's a nice bird. We try to get one to build our own stud. You know, we were just cool like that. It was always one or two bad actors, maybe not even, maybe not even two. But most part, it was peaceful. People always going to have these side remarks and stuff like that. They keep they said to themselves, keeping their group. So what? But that always happened. But the people who always do most of the talking, the side talk, were the people who never really flew. So I didn't. They were. They. They. Their comments didn't matter. They're irrelevant. I said, you're not even relevant. You shouldn't even be talking. Why are you talking? You're not even flying. Why are you worry about the rules? You're not gonna fly and fly. I mean, stuff like that. And. And when somebody did good, we say, damn, they did good. We're we talking to the people that do good. We want to see what's happening. What's happening? What you do? How you do this? Why you make that? We did that. These dudes got you guys. You guys now have clicks. So, oh, my birds come this person. None of you guys have built the strain. You guys took another another person's strain and just went, went with it. We didn't do that. We just got good birds and bred good birds. We're bringing people birds in to enhance what we had. But we never said we got all our birds of this, all our birds of that. My birds is all this. Now we tried different things. Um, until it worked for us. That's what we did. None of us got rid of our birds and got some else birds. Got rid of our birds, got some else birds. Got rid of those birds, got some else birds. But none of us did that. We didn't do that. We got rid of birds and bring in other birds, but kept some of the birds we had to make just to keep building on. Even if it was been one or two birds, we still did that. We just flew pigeons. I mean, it's a different time where you can fly pigeons more. You can fly more birds. You can fly birds longer in the year, more, you know, from mid March all the way through um, down there October, mid October. We had a hawk season back then. This year, I got hit every month. Sometimes 12 to 14 days straight. Sometimes they caught birds three or four days straight before they miss, miss one for one or two. Or I've never had more than eight to 10 days straight without getting hit. I haven't had that yet. Not this year. So, but I wasn't losing birds to, because of the hawker. Because of the hawker, if I can see caught them, if they were young birds, I might hit. Chase my lose one or two, but they end up coming back in that day or two. I think I have a neighbor. I think I have somebody close to me that stray me in. And then when he get off from work, he lets them back. He throws them back up. And then they come back in the evening. Every time they, they come back at about the same time every evening when they do leave. So I know it's somebody around there close. I don't think they fly. I think they, they might not even have rollers. They might just have fan tails or fly back and forth or something like that. A, a big sun pen. I don't know, but they're very close. And they east, they at least one two blocks east, and maybe one or two blocks to the north. I know that for a fact. They're over there somewhere, but I've never seen no birds flying there. But anyway, talk to all you new guys, you new beginners, you guys really get into it. Guys, keep your head up. Evaluate your birds, see what your birds really missing. See what it is that you really, really, really missing. Don't listen to none of these idiots out here that's trying to tell you do this, but they got birds that they're not that know too much better than yours. See what you're missing. Be honest with yourself. Look at your records, fly your birds, and really watch your birds and see what's going on. See what your birds are really missing. See it. 
Let me tell you something. No matter what people say to you, I'm telling you from Keith London, I'm telling you, it's not always just about the spin. It's not always just about the spin. I'm telling you this, listen to me. It's not. Think about this. I'm going to tell you something. You think about it. Everybody who always talk about speed, 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 never won shit. Never. Even the groups talk that. Never. Crazy thing about it, they only win individual competitions. That's what's bad. Don't get caught up in that. When, when, when we watch the guys that win it, first they said, that's a nice roller. And the guys out here, first they said, first they talked to them is, oh, that bird was fast. So, so okay, it was fast. Okay, so. It was fast, okay. Now, I have birds that are fast, but that's not what make them great. It's not that. I have a cock bird that flew two years, 2014 and 2015. That's a superstar in the air. Right now, he's pretty he's producing just good. He's just a good producer. He ain't great. Could I get great from him? Probably so. But I got to put him to a specific hand to get that greatness. Do I get good from him? Yes, I get some, some good ones. They'd be good. They'd be, they'd be almost great kit birds overall. But individually, that's good. They good, they good kid bird, but he was really good, like really, really good. He haven't produced a bird close to that yet, like like he was. But what I'm saying is, you gonna breed them, you gonna fly them, select the birds, select. See, I, what I'm telling you, to do is probably the best thing if you think about it. It's the best process in flying with these birds. You select, you breed, you fly, and you select again. Because when you first select, you're selecting the birds that you're going to use, right? And then you're going to breed those birds you're going to use, and you're going to fly those birds. And then you're going to select the one that's either going to help you perpetuate your family or be dismissed from, dis discarded from the family. It's still selection either way you look at it. Culling is still selection. You're selecting the birds for cull. Or, or you selecting the birds to go forward with. Select. Breed, fly, select again, and then you breed, fly, select again, and you keep doing that. And you keep doing that, fellas. It's just that simple. The problem with most dudes is they select, they breed, they fly, and they don't select to do nothing else. And they they, they select in their same shit that's causing problems. That's what's which was which is upside down, backwards, and if you know it's the wrong thing, and you know why your bird's not doing well, you're not doing nothing to fix it. It's kind of like being retarded. It's not like a kid that don't know right from wrong. It's like knowing something is hot and you still grab it. That's fucking retarded. Or knowing something, knowing if you pick up that snake, he gonna bite you and kill you, and you still pick him up when he bites you and he kill you. I mean, that was that was retarded. I mean, come on. They don't do nothing different, fellas. Don't be scared. To do nothing different. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask questions. When people say something to you, question what they saying. Question it sometimes. When people ask, when I say some people question it, if they're not trying to be sarcastic, I'll be I gladly give an answer. When people try to be sarcastic, I try to put, I try to shine on shine to shine on people because all they're trying to do is start an argument or some shit. Stupid. And I don't got time to, or I don't like to argue. 
could lead to people somebody saying something they didn't they 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 they, they, they really feel but they didn't mean to say. And then that what they say gonna cause an act reaction to that action and it can be all bad. And I don't want I don't want I don't want myself to go there. I refuse to let me go there. Because I'm not nice when I go there. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get up tomorrow. Do I really we go we're gonna look at our birth differently tomorrow? For those who have not flown, those who have already flown in the Royal, Royal Rumble or are not flying in the Royal Rumble, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna evaluate our birds, aren't we? We're gonna go out there, we're gonna evaluate our birds, see what's really going with the birds and everything, aren't we guys? That's what we're gonna do tomorrow. And we're gonna do that every day until we start flying. Every day should be we should, I evaluate my birds every day. I wanna see what's going on. And then we're going to figure out the birds that's coming out good. We're going to try to put more of that in the kits and some of that in the loft. How you do that is, when the, when the birds are pushing the high percentage, there's a look that all the best ones have. Like, I got a pair of those, all the best ones have this certain look. They just look a certain way. And I'm going to take, I'm going to fly two, I'm going to put one or two aside, and I'm going to get rid of something else that's, that's, that didn't do well or is questionable. That's how you get better. Do you know 80% of my top cockburns were not flown? I picked them from the ground. 80% of them. So out of 10 cocks, eight weren't flown. I picked them from the ground. The best flight, the best producing was not the ones. Not I might have flown. Okay, let's say in my loft. Well, it's not my loft. That's where it's one. I'm breeding what, 12, 14. 18, 22. Out of 22 birds in there, 14 of them were flown. Out of the 14 that were flown, only three of them is producing like up to the point where I want them to produce. And out of the ones I didn't fly and stopped, 80% of them are doing real well. 80. So out of 10 of them that weren't flown, eight, eight of them is doing great. Just got took the time to, to pay attention to the the traits and the I matched the, uh, the phenotype with the performance. The performance showed me the phenotype, and I just kept doing it, and I, and I, and I trust it, and I trust my eye, and it's working out for me. That's why all that bird got to be flown, 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 flown. That's good too if you can fly all of them all all the time and not lose all the good ones. And people already know, like I, the bird I just lost a couple of days ago, my little red grizzle, real nice bird. When I say really nice, really nice. For a bird that was born this year, really nice. The last two birds that got caught were really nice. One was a last year bird, one was a this year bird, but they were really, really nice. There was two main getters in the kit. That takes away from my, my depth. In my kit, but it don't take away from the quality in the kit. So I got a lot of birds coming in, but they shorter. But they, but the work rate is like triple from the, from the first part of the year. But anyway, we're gonna go in there. We're gonna select these birds. We're gonna learn how to pick these birds from the ground. Like I got a bird. I got two cocks in my baby kit right now. I guarantee they're gonna be super producers. Super. But guess what? I don't. Right now, I, I don't have room to just put another cock in there. So guess where they at? They're in the kit box. 
But my gut is telling me to put them somewhere, but there's nowhere I want to put them. So they stay in my kit box. Of course, my bag is three. One, I, I just want to fly some more birds. I like them birds in the kit, so I definitely got to put, put them birds in the kit. They really good in the kit, so I got to get some in the kit. I had three, and I have none. If I can cut all three. All three that I had that was coming in. If I can cut every, all three of them. That's crazy. So, you guys are going to evaluate your birds. I keep trying to. If you guys have questions, don't be. Stop being scared to ask questions. Twins come for to ask questions. I say they call me and ask questions. I give my answer. I give my opinion based on facts and what I've my experience. Some of you guys don't have enough. Let me go. Let me skip a little bit. This is the thing. There are some guys that's giving out um, information, but they have no experience in that field or in that area. So how would they actually know? Wait a minute. So you, you know, you flown a kid that was two years old and they did well. Oh no, so how the hell you know how to do it? I mean, what make you think you know how to do it? Shut the fuck up and leave these, leave these young dudes alone. Let them figure it out. If you don't know, you still trying to figure it out. You have no idea in that and you be playing an arena you never even been in. You don't know nothing about it. So shut up and let them kids figure it out. Or let them go to someone else who could help them figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You guys mean stop listening to people because they're your friend too. They think they know everything. They don't know nothing. I'm telling you. And I, and I give I give props to the guys that know something and we're willing to share the little bit they know to peop, other people who may be flying against them in months. That takes guts. That's a real competitor. They want the competition to be at its highest when they compete. He wants you to do good. He wants to beat you at your best. There are guys right now that could fly against me tomorrow and they'll fly... Their birds will fly 20 minutes and they get 12 points. And I fly, I call time and the Falcons rip me apart and they'll win. And they'll say, Yeah, I beat Keith London. And you know you guys are like that. It's a few of you guys, and I know you know you like that. Yep, I'm talking about you. You know you like that. Yeah, I still beat him. No, you didn't. You won by default. It's like the Jaime thing. He won, but he did not beat him. He's won by default. It's, it's not the same thing. Now, I score 500, you score 502. Yeah, nigga, you did your thing. You beat me. You beat me. You pulled it out. That's what a flyer does. This nigga scored three. Like right now, the twins got 119. There's some dudes right there that know they can't beat that. They know they can't, so they trying to tear it apart. Well, I think they don't give, it don't matter what the fuck you think. You wouldn't judge. The judge said this, that's what it is. I don't think they really scored. Yes, they did. What the papers say? 119. That's what they scored. When Lakers win, somebody went, I don't think they should have won, but guess what? 109, 108, Lakers. Lakers won. That's who won. Period. Shut up. Right now, some right now, some dudes right now getting ticked off. You know why? Because they're the ones that think this way. They don't want to think that way. That's why they're mad right now. Right now, they listen to this podcast, they get it mad. Because they're the ones that think that way. And I don't care. Okay, so what you think that way? Grow up. Fly some rolls some pigeons. You'll be all right. You'll get paid. You understand one day when you get to the point when people try to knock you down. But to get to, but to get knocked down, you got to get up on something to get knocked down. Are you guys that scored MoCo? 
Good job, man. You flew. You got points. You not. You didn't get a donut. Good job, Moco. Twins. Good job. And whoever else scored that forty some points before that, all you got to score. Good job. You guys got there. You guys got on the board. Good job, fellas. Good job. Keep flying. They, they'll get better. Trust me. They will get better. Don't be scared of losing either. Don't be scared of losing people. If you're scared of losing, you're going to lose them. That's guaranteed. If you're scared of losing, you're going to lose them. Keeping them birds, keeping them many birds up as possible. Flying, flying, flying. Figure them out. Some of that stuff you got in your loft you thought was good, it ain't. If some birds in my loft that were good, but I found it was better. So they got to move on past them. Period. I gotta move past them. There's some guys are talking about they they finna do this, they finna do that, and never flew a competition in their life. Boy, you finna be in for the rudest awakening. Correctness, man. <sighs> All this talk, no results. But I think you guys will be alright. I think most for the most part, the hobby's going in the right direction. It's gonna be going in the right direction. But you guys, you guys are our future. You gotta remember, I was where you guys were once before. The difference was I didn't talk. I didn't used to say nothing. I used to let people talk trash to me. I didn't say nothing. I used to just work on getting my birds right. I knew what the rules were. And I bred my birds, selected my birds based on what the rules were. And you guys got to do the same thing. Select your birds and breed your birds based on what the rules are if you're going to compete. Let me tell you something. When you fly on your birds... And a bird rolled down and hit a roof or in a tree, wherever it might do, or land, wherever it might be. It has 10 seconds, a 10 second count to get up. If not, it's already down. Right? If you find an individual fly, once your bird bump, even if it go right back up, it is automatically disqualified. So if you got individual birds, think about that. If your bird does not kick in the individual fly or any fly, it is not worthy of being judged, period. If it's not kidding, if it's out the kit, it's not worthy. It's already it can't, If it don't kid, it can't win. I don't care how fast it is, how deep it is. If it's not kidding, it cannot win based on all the rules of all um, competitions. It will not. 11 bird fly for the birds do not kid, they do not get scored. Do you guys know that? And this theory about on the brakes, your birds do not have to exit the same way they go into the roll. They do not have to do that on the kit in the kit competition. If you look at Pensum, in Pensum book, it says birds will exit from the opposite direction. They went to roll, but turn quickly. But you guys want to change the rules to fit your needs. Just just say just 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 say smallest birds are more inferior. That's see when the rules don't fit your narrative, you try to change it. Your narrative, not what the rules say. You try to change the narrative to fit what your birds do or what you think, what you think the birds do, just because it, it makes you think your birds are better or put other somebody else's birds down. And a lot of you guys do it. I hear it all the time. A lot of you guys try to change the narrative all the time. Of what's supposed to happen? It does not say your bird have to exit the same way when it's a row in a, in a, comp- in a kit competition. Just just the 11 bird fly it does. But that's not what Pensum said the birds do. What Pensum said the birds do. I'm just saying. 
Everybody want to change stuff. H pattern was a pattern that Pansom said was the best. Now, people get into their hobby and their birds not doing the H pattern, so they want to change it because they didn't say A pattern because that's what their birds do, change the narrative to fit their birds. You know what I'm saying? That's what people do. H pattern still look the best, but the smaller and shorter wing, the better it looks. It don't look, it don't really look like a high H. It looks better. It just bigger birds, longer wing birds, it'll show a high H, which is still great. That's that's still one of the best. People say, oh no, my birds don't do that. Well, your birds are inferior based on what Pensum says. And that's what we going by, because Pensum brought the birds to America, except for the ones that everybody imported, except for those. And the first thing they say, well, I'm going to do is go, we worry about speed too much. Quality, style should be first, is the main thing. With adequate speed, and you'll be good. You'll kill them. But that's enough for this segment right now. I'm going to end this segment right there. Select, breed, fly, select again, and repeat. Keep letting it out. Roll agenda. Peace.